now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. Miami Guy, and I'm here with Crypto Car... Fucking Christ. Every time I mess up the first time. All right, we're going to try it again. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. Miami Guy, and I'm here with Crypto Cryer, a.k.a. the other deed bag holder. And <laughs> we have a very special guest, the third time he's been on the podcast, co-founder and artist of Deadfellas, Psych. How are you? What's up, buddy? Yeah, good. How's it going, guys? Very good. We're excited to get good. you on here. You're one yeah. of our faves. How's it? How's it feel to be the only person to be on three whole times on Nerd FT Radio? It sounds sounds pretty good, man. You're gonna have to start <laughs> hunting down some more guests, though. Like, what's, yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can start the podcast that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so okay. we probably we probably do have to find other guests. But Let's just end the, it here. The reason we'll... <laughs> the reason why we have you on is because we like you so much, and you're a nerd like us. That's the that's only the reason. reason. Come on. I know. I'm just being shady. Yeah, you you <laughs> mentioned trading card game and announcements, and, you, we and had then you didn't you expect on. me Come to on. like harass you. So I think it was about happen. three seconds later you slid into. I literally, <laughs> yeah, it's like within seconds. I was like, bro, yes. Oh, yeah. But yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh, always a good chat. Let, before before we get into that, because you know for a fact that Cryer has some questions for you on the card side because he has to know what the heck he's supposed to do. So before that, let's talk about what you've been up to the last, you know, last few months. Uh, what's going on on the in the Deadfella camp? What's going on in real life? Uh, when am I going to get that Deadfella's merch? That's the number one important one. Though. There's there's basically everything running in parallel, right? So like we've been scaling the Deadfella's. So corporation i guess you would say um so just like onboarding the team like we're just fleshing out like we've got holly on board the new ceo coo um who's COO. fantastic yeah. uh right. yeah awesome. a bunch of new um project managers uh going through into the team and yeah it's just been basically like a scaling exercise on the company side and then also just sprinting across uh products and signing with uta and um just a a lot of exciting stuff going on. I can't talk to too much of like the specifics, but it's just been like a explosive period of growth. Bit of really. a whirlwind situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have been growing like crazy. You've been doing a lot of good work. I've, I was really uh, impressed with like the AR heads and rig uh, 3D rigs as well. Those were super interesting. Yeah, but, hologram yeah. are doing some really interesting work with uh, like token gated. Um, like video rigs. So I think they're like, there's, there's a bit more to it. They're looking into like how those can be used across like all sorts of different content creation. For sure. Um, but as of right now, like a lot of it is like that video chat potential and like playing, playing Twitch as your, your dead fella or your avatar of whatever collection yeah, that you are. Uh, record this podcast as my dead Or, yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know, our, me and Psych, or excuse me, me and Cryer both signed up because we might have to make a new cover art for our podcast yeah. if that happens because we could just guys. be our dead fellas. Yeah, we could just be our dead fellas the whole time. <laughs> yeah you should definitely we, yeah exactly like you said we've got the testing period um format right now just so we can select a few people that are going to be like the most active with how they want to use their uh, their rigs and are going to be the most thorough testers so we'll, like we'll see okay. what we'll see what happens 
Just just know, remember Red Sox guy with an X and crypto <laughs> underscore crier. Just remember yeah. that part. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, we're, don't worry. We, I'll only select one of you so that it's like. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. That's yeah. a good one. That's good. And I know who it is too. So there we go. <laughs> but yeah, so I was harassing you in your uh, DM sliding in there. We had the dead friends come out and say that we had a whole roadmap coming out. Um, anything you want to touch on that you're allowed to share or anything that you're super excited about, like big picture stuff for the dead, fr- uh, dead, fr- um, dead friends. Uh, yeah. So dead friends, like the utility plans, there, are very linked into the TCG plans. Um, the TCG is like very geared trading towards being, yeah. Trading card game plans are very geared towards being something that's large in scale. Like we're not going to be just, uh, holding anything back there. Um, it's going to be, you know, a large focus on meaningful, actual, like impactful gameplay where someone would want to play this that isn't from the NFT community. Like it just is coming from like a trading card gameplay, um, background or like a casual gamer or anyone from any kind of gaming background, we would be gearing the gameplay towards just mass adoption really. Um, and then obviously baking in those rewards for people that are already part of the ecosystem. We're looking at like a physical collection and a digital collection here or. So, yeah, I would say that the most, the most realistic thing for us to do would be completely digital and then some forging events, like taking a a deck that you have um, assigned to a profile and then forging that deck for real life gameplay. So obviously we don't want to force doxing onto anyone like the, tournaments yeah that kind of sending thing. Like, it yeah yeah we wouldn't like force that into something that has to be physical but you know people if like they to want have those interactions yeah if they want it then we'll definitely facilitate yeah i love that did you ever did you ever go to like magic tournaments or anything like that when you were growing up or i used to play a lot of magic just in like local game shops yeah. like there was one that was um like games what was it um like tabletop warhammer and then there'd be like Magic the Gathering and a few other things. When I was really young, one of my mates was very good at Yu-Gi-Oh! So I used to play with his cards and watch him play. So I think he was like number 10 in Australia or something. He was like crazy good. That's cool. I always liked Magic. I used to play a lot of Magic tournaments and stuff like that. I, I was a big fan of the game for sure for many years. So I'm very excited for these types of things. Um, where yeah. do you think like the whole you know recently Magic Gathering has had like insanely um, like a re- like almost like a resurgence? They've had a really big growth. Wizard of the Coast had like one of their best years ever um, last year. Um, what do you think the the kind of like playing field for something like this breaking into a already kind of saturated gameplay and of uh, like traditional card game market? Um, I think that we're, we're coming to it for, from a unique angle. So like we have had our law team kind of putting together like a pretty significant uh, kind of backstory into the into the cards, which I think is always important for us to be able to like take advantage of that trading card game format. So you've got like storytelling and kind of like an interesting user experience of entering into that ecosystem and collecting the cards and seeing that like parts of them are important, like original characters or like parts of the story or things like that. So I think that we definitely have like a meaningful story to tell. And then at the same time, like we can bring some unique twists to uh, 
to gameplay just from us being in quite an innovative space and also just being quite popular really like uh the conversations that we're having and kind of the partnerships that we're um, entering into are pretty special and we're definitely not thinking small so i think it's basically go big or go home with entering a market of that kind that's saturated already so that's definitely the the plan there let, let me ask you, Psych, on the side of being, again, a dead fellas holder or a dead friends holder, do we have any, like, specific, like, aspect on the side of if I hold a dead fella or I hold a dead friends, like, what exactly is that, like, alpha or that access that I'm going to be receiving for holding these NFTs for the card game itself? So through the roadmap, I can't really speak to anything other than just like the details that we do have in that roadmap. And it will just be um, like trait specific or um, grade specific or um, species specific type perks. Um, We have called out things like uh, like the alphas will have specific kind of access into the the packs and, and that kind of thing. So like we will definitely have, you know, that the pack mechanic that you would see with a with a trading card game um, For sure. and how that intersects with the perks of the the tokens. I can't really speak to, but like we will, you know, be putting in a lot of thought into how we can empower those original kind of token, token holders and how that intersects with general population coming in and playing as well. Awesome. Awesome. For sure. I like that a lot. Um, we had a couple of questions from people like on Twitter that kind of, we had a couple of talks that we had right here. Um, you mentioned a couple of uh, Deadfell traits specific. Uh, the dude wants to know what is your least favorite trait in the entire collection? <laughs> <laughs> he would ask that. He would uh, ask that. Yeah, he, that's <laughs> my least favorite trait. <laughs> Spiky hair. Spiky hair, huh? Ooh. Shout out to all the spiky hair people. I don't yeah. dislike you. Just psych does. The floor just tanked on spiky hairs. Well, Ooh, that's it's over. I've got spiky hair on my that's <laughs> on your dude. Yeah, you're your guys. I've yeah. got to say a trait that I've got, right? Like yeah. green green skin. It's not yeah. my least favorite. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> that's funny. We um going on from uh just your specific project and moving into a little bit more like bigger picture type stuff of just the space and stuff like that. Um, what are some of the things that uh, you're seeing lately with projects, you know, stuff like the other side stuff where, you know, they're, they're going, everyone's going into land and, you know, you're not really taking that route, which I, I, I like. Um, I feel like that's such a overplayed kind of thing. And, um, what do you think that you know these these companies are planning on doing with these lands? Or do you again? I know you have collected pretty much every single metaverse land so far. Um, what do you do? You have any plans upcoming for anything with other side or anything like that? Uh, yeah. So, like, for what I can speak to, like, we did buy four plots the other day um, and just bank them aside just to see how everything unfolds. I think that you go have done exceptionally well with all of their rollouts um sure. animoca you know also uh, yeah, have done do. exceptionally well with their rollouts oh, yeah. of their entire ecosystem of everything so and i was deep diving deep diving the the tech of a few different things that seem to be um focused on with other side in terms of um like the scaling of the 
um, of the gameplay and how many people can be active at one time. And um, the tech partners seem to be um, exceptional, really. And I'm, I'm very excited. Like, obviously, we buy into a lot of metaverse platforms as a collection sure. and we do build across um, a majority of them. So I think that my views on um, on metaverse is, is that it works as a tapestry. Like you want to have like a rich ecosystem of things that like aren't all specifically the same engine or specifically the same like style of gameplay or same angles to the... Yeah to the thing because like you just like you look at the kind of the ecosystem of gamers and gamers aren't playing the same game right so yeah they always you're switching around the community moves but like a new game comes out and everyone kind of piles onto that one or you know so yeah so i think it's that interoperability across very um i guess like different styles of gameplay and interaction like also in the scaling of something like tech access right like so you've got people that are still on like crt monitors maybe in a a developing country and they want to be able to interact with these and they're huge there's huge populations that don't have um like high level tech access and it's probably only going to get worse like if supply lines um break down like they're kind of are yeah exactly and just like you know there's a lot of rare minerals that go into certain things so you know if uh only some people can access like a high tier metaverse then like it's almost failed like you need that scalability and then also the scalability across like different styles of gameplay and different devices and different everything just, really yeah, so, as many reaching as many as people as possible should be more the goal of some, like these are more like social gaming not exactly yeah gaming like, gaming like this is more like not a competitive nature this is like a hang out with your friends type deal so um yeah, yeah, exactly. I, like you look at something like StarCraft, right? And StarCraft was incredible because you could play on almost anything and it had yeah. great gameplay, was very responsive. So you and had multiplayer people and stuff everywhere. like that, so it grew really really well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that it's a, an important step to to have everything kind of uh intersect in a meaningful way. I feel like I feel like uh, Cryer, you and I, we talk about that a lot, and it's the ability to cross over to other other games, metaverses, yeah. etc. We want to have these assets, which are these NFTs, and we want those NFTs to be, have the uh, capability of going into whatever we want. We're the boat, and these are all ports, and we're just trying to get exactly. there. And it's based on our likings and what we want to do. That's the best part of it, and we're not just tied into one thing and one thing only so Absolutely. it is super and it's exciting. that cross promotion of between projects and the cross promotion between you know the you know if you own a dead fellow you can come in the sandbox land and have a party here or you know there's a lot of like elements of of tons of crossover between everything that's how i think the web3 space works so so well it's it's, it's all like a web instead of just a central node you know so everything can kind of move a little bit more freely yeah, exactly. It's almost like, say, you're playing a trading card game in, like, the native UI of uh, of an app, but then you're also in a, a metaverse and you start around playing it at a, you know, a VR table with friends in a, a yeah. different metaverse, but it's like a, an activation and, like, an interoperable moment that's a completely different game, but you're interacting with it through, you know, like a VR multiverse type situation, like in someone's, you know... 
3D bedroom or 3D island or yeah, for sure. However, that experience is mentioning AR. Are we going to have some AR interoperability with these cards here? Because that's kind of the uh, the next wave of of games. I've been seeing a lot of those, like Parallel and stuff like that, bringing a lot of uh, that aspect to the cards. Yeah, I like AR. Um, I can't really speak to any any of that though. I I would <laughs> say that our focus will definitely be on making it an incredible base experience. So gotcha. I think that AR Not flashy, and VR yeah. and any, well, yeah, I think that flashy in the terms of UX, like you just want people to be having a great time yeah. really when they're playing it and have something that's engaging. Whereas something like bootstrapping AR or VR onto something early, I don't think would be an yeah, approach. It's kind of more of a gimmick flash. more so than a great yeah. game or something like yeah. that. It's- I think that sometimes people use it as a gimmick. I think that AR and VR can definitely have meaningful um, like layers of interaction to them if you like build that into the experience. Whereas, you know, sometimes it's it doesn't have like a meaningful kind of like experience to it. But a lot of that is just because like people are experimenting, right? Like the, they need to get yep. the AR in and then experiment with the AR and then like kind of build on top of that to, to find something of like what makes that, that AR experience more meaningful than something that's like in your browser or on your, on your... Yeah, definitely. I, I do need to bring up one thing on the card game side. And at the end of this um, roadmap that you guys had, you did mention a little bit into some token plans into it. So obviously we know exactly what you guys wrote in and what it's going to be a utility token that's going to launch with the game itself, if I'm not mistaken. And what I want to not ask, but uh, suggest because a lot of people, a lot of the horde on Twitter is trying to find what the heck is the token going to be called. So I have a list of three tokens that (laughs) the horde (laughs) might think would be a great name for the token. So of course, on the cool cat side, we have milk. So on the dead fella side, we can have one, we can have brains, (laughs) two, we can have horde, and three, we can just flat out have Betty. But number four, it's the one that me and Cryer, <laughs> the one that me and Cryer like, and it's Psych, Psych, psych tokens. Psych tokens. So we yes. can like, is it like a personal uh, token, social launch now. Betty token and uh, Psych token and com- and, and see what happens exactly. Yeah, yeah see what happens. <laughs> um, I can't talk about what we're going to name the token because we'll get front run on everything that we've got planned. So yeah, smart. <laughs> smart, definitely smart. I don't and, know what we're gonna see. And all brains these launches right now. Brains right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But um, sorry going... to shut you down, sucks. I appreciate those suggestions. Though. <laughs> I just, you know, I just had to throw some out in the wind. So hey, you it's, got, our, you know, it's our job. It like the, we're just trying to head. wheedle as much out of you as we possibly can, right? You know, that's where that's what we do. <laughs> but um, going on the mentioning, we had a couple. You know, Betty's one to. VCon, and I hear you're going to be making some appearances and NFT NYC. Any kind of uh, plans for the Horde for that? Or we kind of bore us as more of like a personal endeavor here? Um, so we'll definitely have something that's um, Deadfellas specific. We just haven't uh, announced it yet. So, very cool. Yeah. Is that for New York 
or just and or VCon because oh, right. unfortunately, for yeah, for, unfortunately um, I am not I'm gonna be in Dominican Republic having some margaritas for seven days and I can't make it to New York. Oh, so I'm gonna wow. be extremely jealous. So I have to know if VCon might have something, you know, <laughs> exciting for the horde. Um VCon is going to be focused on on VCon. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I'll, I'll be checking my phone. The Next girlfriend's going to be a bridesmaid. So I'm going to be on the beach sitting by myself, just watching everyone have fun in New York. So it should be fun. <laughs> it's okay. You'll, you'll live. Next time. We'll you'll be, be okay. Prior, <laughs> you better bring me some merchandise because I know for a fact the one event I don't go to, there's going to be the merchandise. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll definitely get you something. I'll get you, uh, Thank some, you. Thongs, some, some dead fellow thongs. All right, hey, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not judging over here. Well, thongs are flip flops in Australia, so it'd, it'd be okay. <laughs> I'm a Hold up, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean they're flip flops? Oh, they're so in Australia, when you say you're gonna buy thongs, it's flip flops. So what do you call thongs? Um, g strings. G-string. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I get it. You guys are a little aggressive <laughs> down uh, down under, but all right, let's go with it. Let's definitely go with it. But um, Psych, let me ask you this. In the last, I know you've been extremely busy, but I have to ask you, what games or what movies or what shows have you been up to? Because we got to get into the nerd side because I know for a fact, me and Cryer, we've been catching up with an amazing show that, by the way, Cryer, you better do your freaking homework tonight because yeah. it is the season Good. finale of Moon Knight tonight. But have you been uh, diving into any like video games or shows, movies, anything like that? Um, yeah, we just kind of dabble. Um, Betty and I, we work a lot of nights. So we do end up kind of just watching something late night once we finish up. But every now and then I try and beat the fire giant on, uh, on uh, what's it called? The new Souls game. I've, I'm like, Elden Ring? Elden I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Elden Ring. <laughs> Every now and then, I'll like try pop it. in and try and beat the that Get fire crushed. giant that does like the roly polies, and then ten minutes later, I'll give up and just watch Netflix. Um, yeah, I watched, Cryer, like, have I watched you the have you played one. that game, Cryer, or no? Uh, yeah, I, I turned it on and walked into the first battle and died like fifteen like, times. Absolutely and I was like, yeah, right, that's well. what I heard. Yeah, I was just kind of. I got time for this anymore. Basically whipping through. I was like, because I played a lot of Souls games over my life, and. I was just kind of just cracking on through until it was Fire Giant. And there's just something about it that I'm just like. That mechanic gets you. Not vibing, I'm not you. vibing with it. It, annoy, <laughs> it. it just annoys me every time I get crushed by a roly-poly or like his big giant plate thing that he slams you with. So not you you, you got to play the, the easier games. I've been actually playing Fortnite because there's no building. And all the seven-year-olds that smack me with the building uh, are not there anymore. <laughs> so it's actually fun. And I can then, relate. You know, my, I've been doing yeah, the, the exact the, same thing. The moment I saw that great. they deactivated building, I've, I've I downloaded it. it and I've been having a oh, go. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. been fantastic. I won. I won a bunch yeah. of games. Yeah. I so. did too. And I, I even got a Doctor Strange. I'm a massive Doctor Strange fan and I literally bought the season pass, got Doctor Strange, put him on. Turns out I hate him because he has a massive cape and it covers the half the screen. So I'm back to <laughs> I'm back to Doctor Doom, bad, the infinity, the infinity, infinity Doctor guy. Doom, but it's it is what it is. But uh, I would agree with you, Psych. It's just a lot easier when it's just shooting. And what they're doing with like blowing up the map little by little, it's uh, what I love about it is like 
I don't have to always look up when you're like again when you're playing Call of Duty or like all these other games. You tend not ha- to not have to look up. And yeah. what they're doing now with like Fortnite is obviously we have tilted and we have all these massive buildings and blimps all over the place. And they're just like destroying all the buildings, all the blimps. So now it's like you're on the ground, you're ready to go. And it's just a lot more of a shooter and just jumping really weird. But yeah, it's definitely yeah. a lot. It's, a, it's, well, it's like, it's all about, um, like it's all about quality of life to the gameplay, right? Um, Absolutely. Like me and a bunch of, um, uh, friends used to mod a lot of maps for counter-strike um when i was a teenager and it was basically like each room that you would go in you just need to basically count how many angles would you have to cover um yeah as a player and when it's too Getting many real serious it just ends up sloppy like you can't yeah really have a um like a good player dominate because there's too many angles and just too many variables there for them to like have a a Defender. good experience so it just ends up being a huge brawl of just like which is fun in some um in some instances like if you ever played um unreal tournament and that kind of thing where yeah. it's just like an all-in brawl basically doom something like that or just yeah exactly where people are flying out of everywhere like on top of your rocket launchers and... everywhere yeah no you're, you're more like a you're a valorant guy you like that game you play that one yeah i played it a little bit but um never yeah, played it, it never really mm-hmm. stuck with me the, no, the, like powers mm-hmm. in connection. I yeah, I did play a lot of Overwatch, and then yeah, Overwatch it seemed like good. too many characters got the meta yeah. just gets more and more complex, and I'm yeah, because everyone has like a counter yeah. to the one that you're playing, and you're like, all right, well, shit. And then uh, you know, I don't know. I do like Overwatch a lot. I, instead of playing the original, just like straight Overwatch though, I really like playing the like three v three elimination. And it's like very a lot more strategic. I feel like and it's oh, it's like uh, the Counter Strike version. That was definitely seems like the origins of Valorant, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's very very similar to like how Valorant plays. That's why I like I I, I downloaded Valorant. I haven't played a ton, but I definitely liked it when I played it. Uh, it seemed more a little bit more strategic and stuff like that. So I actually downloaded Pub PUBG, and I've oh, been no, playing that go. with uh, one of the guys from uh, NRN. That that game is fun. I never played it. Never yeah, got. I had a few it. friends mm-hmm. that um. That said, it was. That said I mean, it was if you great, like, but, yeah. I mean, they can't. They they are the ones who created the original, so they they definitely know what they're doing. They it's more definitely more realistic though. It's definitely uh, a little bit slower for sure. Yeah, yeah. I used to play a fair bit of the like forty v forty. Um, was it Battlefield? Yeah, and that was always yeah. a pretty tidy experience, like going from flag to flag and that kind of thing. Yeah, that domination. Pretty, pretty great games. I was a big Battlefield guy for sure. Battlefield was awesome. Just not twenty forty two, right? Just not. Do they? Yeah. No, no, no. The brand new one that just came out, whole, like they had oh. probably one of the greatest like game trailers, and everyone was so excited for it. And then the second people just turned into it was awful. Like it was just way too much going on. Oh yeah, like it did get really bad reviews. One, it got extremely bad reviews. So many things were going on, and everyone was just so upset. Um, I was actually upset about it, but. Hey, we haven't. I I personally don't think we've had a great shooter game in a very long time. Warzone's fun and all, but they they always nerf and buff all the guns left and right. Um, you have to kill. You have to shoot someone like thirty times just for them to die as well. Halo. Everyone thought uh, Halo Infinite was gonna do something. They've have They've literally not done anything to update like any seasons. And then. Look at that. We all cut me and Psych just go back to Fortnite while Cryer goes back to PUBG. That's how life is right now. 
Yeah, we're even been setting up in the in the Discord with uh, um, one of the community members, Chogger, that's just from a background of doing like Counter Strike tournaments and stuff. Yep. Just a few of our own servers, so everyone can hang out and have a few games and, and things like that. There's just something so pure about a lot of those games, and I think that speaks to where you look at something like Fortnite, like you're saying, which I wasn't familiar with, by the way, but the fact that they're refining their landscape and that gameplay and kind of distilling that down by destroying some things like... The vertical play. There's, some, there's something to be said by just clean, simple gameplay done right, like just having a really good gameplay loop that works and not over overcomplicating that. So I think there's a reason that you do loop back, like all the people still playing original Halo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Halo three, Spinning Halo up. three at least, yeah, 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 two exactly. and three. But I then, then you have me. The only reason why I went to Fortnite, I, I, I'll always tell everyone it's because there's no building. But really, I needed Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's I'm all you. Were, I remember, you, <laughs> but, yeah, you were going real yeah. nerdy on that one. Had to get, I had to get Doctor Strange and Moon Knight, also Moon Knight. But I do like Psych. I would like to say that tomorrow, so today, if for all the listeners, Doctor Strange two comes out. And from the early reviews, you're going to like this, Psych. It is the closest thing Marvel has to a horror film and an R-rated Marvel MC, like the MCU movie. Because it is, if I'm not mistaken, it's Sam, um, the guy that did Spider-Man, Sam Raimi. If I'm not mistaken, he did Evil Dead, Spider-Man 1 and 2. So he has the, he's the, the producer or the, the director. And we're going to see what we have there, but early reviews are saying that you should not bring your kids that's how like pretty crazy it could get so i'm I was like getting into like a dark have. multiverse type deal oh, oh yeah we're, we're about to oh, yeah we're about to see some stuff and i can't not wait cannot wait that sounds yeah. great i think marvel yes. will really uh, benefit from having some kind of angle like that i yeah, definitely never have tried that Ooh. approach really oh, no. so Hopefully we can tie in all the loose ends from them. Disney acquiring Fox. Maybe we can bring over, you know, Deadpool or we can bring over some other stuff. So I know for a fact from the trailers, we do see that we might see a, you know, some guy called Professor X or Captain Carter, stuff like that. So we might see some awesome characters and awesome cameos in there, but I'm you guys know you can i wish you all the listeners could see just the background of where i do my <laughs> podcast it's literally all it's marvel, like a shrine so, yeah so <laughs> I, I sit here and pray to marvel every day but yes <laughs> yeah we got anything else here we got a couple of news segments we got to cover Ooh, yeah you want me to go ahead and do that so we always got to do this segment. It's like you've been a part of these segments. So we got some VV. We actually added one. We added HRO. Psych, let me ask you, have you heard of HRO? I'm not super familiar, no. We need to talk about this because yeah, it is cool. a card game aspect. Not, I wouldn't say card game. It's more, it's more on the side of collectible cards slash NFT. So we'll talk about that once we get in there. But on the VV side, really quick, we do have a drop. And that drop is the first appearance of Doctor Strange, obviously, because the movie's coming out. And that's going to be on Friday, May 6th at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, again, VV exclusive rare and ultra rare covers. So be on the lookout for that. By the looks of it, 
I think the ultra rare and the secret rare are probably the best covers. And you know for a fact that I'm going to buy like all of these because it is Doctor Strange. And then on the HRO side, the only update we have at the moment is that there is going to be an upcoming AMA that's coming up that they're going to probably don't not set in stone, but they'll probably state when the next digital drop of their DC uh, cards that cards are going to come be. out. Yeah. So just be prepared on that side. Now, Psych on the HRO side, I don't have them with me. They're over I there, but some. I can't. I can't walk over there. But pretty much, Crier has them right here while I talk about it. And They're it's like a little animated little trading cards. Yep. That, yeah, trading that cards have and on QR the back codes end, on have, the back. Yep. That has uh, the actual NFT in uh that you can download so they have uh you know they, they're all you know dc themed and something like that but they have very good artwork um yeah this is one of the the better ones i got that was the oh, joker cool. one holographic and it's all legacy they, they're going back legacy. through in yeah yeah back through the comics you know, as well as pulling, the movies as well mm -hmm. like they the have uh, panels batman from movie. like first the first like first batman series and stuff like that uh and a lot of cool, uh, cool stuff like that. But they did a very good job in all the artwork, and I and I actually like them a lot better than like the VV ones. They they seem to um, have a lot cleaner artwork, um, and I do like the hybrid aspect. They do their app is also way better. I feel like the app I'll say is way better. But cry, you just you know you don't want to read the comic book. I think the comic books on VV are a little better, <laughs> but. If you would do like this, by all means, I will say the hologram. Uh, when you, you, of course, by the way, psych, this man crier pulled like three or four legendaries, like insane cards. And those cards in the app, they look so sick. Like they They're actually really like yeah. super clean. I will say they look a lot better than anything on the VV side, but you know, VV still got the, the props and stuff. But um, again, on the HRO like side, uh, yeah, yeah, I do like Marvel. On the HRO side, again, be on the lookout for that AMA, and hopefully, we'll have more inf uh, information on that next digital drop. Remember, if you had some errors in the first digital drop, you're probably going to get whitelisted for the second one. And again, they do do whitelist for these drops, so be on the lookout, be vigilant to see if you're able to get on there. And your boy RSG still hasn't opened that first digital pack and i don't know what the heck to do it if i should keep it if i should sell it or should i rip it we rip will it. find out hopefully not very soon but we'll find out one time. day but crier on the dfk side yeah what, what do so we got? What do we got? dfk defy kingdoms we got some good stuff coming up today um which is the fourth so tomorrow when you're guys listening to this you'll have access to the new uh crystal veil heroes so they did a raffle for all of the uh, Gen Zero heroes that we're giving out for uh, participation in a lot of things like how much X Jewel you had, how many heroes you summoned. There was a lot of ways, um, how many heroes you sent over on the Perilous Journey. There's a lot of ways to get access to the Gen Zeros. Um, they haven't said exactly how they're going to release all of them, but um, you know, mostly they're giving away them for like participation events. So. Um, Currently, the apparently today we haven't had it, seen it yet, but today, sometime before 12 p.m. Eastern, they will be releasing the Hero Bridge. But now we're able to send heroes back and forth, and then use the. Um, we haven't heard if they're going to be able to summon yet, but we, we should get some more news on on the next um, the next episode. But we did have some pretty good uh, price uh, drop um, with all the recent altcoins carnage that's been going on. Most car. Uh, altcoins are down in the dumps but um you know with the longevity of the project i still think that's uh, definitely a 
little bit more of an opportune time to kind of get access to something. If you've been looking at it, it's down and, you know, a couple bucks, two bucks instead of $22 now. So um, with all that giant hype cycle that keeps happening with everything in crypto, this is a, one of the better times to actually learn about these things if you haven't uh, st- taken a step into it yet. But um, yeah, other than that, we're just... Uh, you know, heroes coming out. That's a big deal. The tavern should be available soon. Um, usually, when that happens, the the crystal, um, you know, whatever token that the the tavern is being sold in. So if this this drop will be crystal, should uh, take a pretty good bump. And it already has seen upwards of uh, 78, 80 percent recovery since the from the bottom a couple of days ago. So um, we, we're trying to we're gonna we're gonna see see some demand here, but uh, nothing too crazy going on. And uh, hopefully this drop goes well so we'll see you on the next episode about it awesome uh psych let me ask you this are you like looking into DeFi kingdom still or are you just letting uh papa crier uh do the <laughs> do the feudal dow and just allow him to do everything needed for the for the dow itself yeah i just like uh dropped in and joined the dow and then paced out and i just <laughs> i just All got right. in my i just got in my uh my little DeFi kingdoms god in h money there you well, go. I have my coffee and then uh, I face out again. So it's fun. It's <laughs> okay, just my, okay. my little. That's uh, the great passive. The great, fill. great passive uh, phone game for sure. But yeah, passive phone game. If we want to talk about that, hey, I've been making that milk every day, baby. That's all. On I your phone? On my phone, of course. On oh my phone. yeah, there you go. That's Dude, good. On my phone, just chilling in bed, watching some, you know, some Sports Center in the morning, <laughs> just making that milk. <laughs> doesn't sound great when you say it that. It way. doesn't. It doesn't at all. <laughs> But, does you know, not sound good. Some milk for your coffee. <laughs> yeah, you know. Freshly brewed. Well, that about wraps it up for us yeah. here. Psych, thank you so much, by the way, for jumping on for our 50, uh, 50th episode. Um, again, it's been a pleasure just having you on as many as three times already. So hopefully yeah, and apparently fourth and can't, fifth can't. come on because we can't get any other guests. It yeah, we just like. can't get anybody else. Only Psych will come on. So. <laughs> No, um, it's okay. I was, it was only a joke, guys. Don't take it to heart. No, we're just joking. Wait, what's a joke? Oh, what the? <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, again, thank you so much. Um, again, everything, we just can't wait to see what you guys are doing over in the Dead Fella camps. We're just super excited to see it. Um, we're also very excited. I personally am excited to see Betty at VCon, and I know Cryer and the rest of NR oh, are yeah. super excited to see what you guys will be doing in New York. So again, thank you for all you do for us, um, just being in this space and building what you have. So that about wraps it up for us, for all the listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Nerd FT, and we'll catch you next week on another news rundown for all the NFT things you got to know about. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Peace. guys. Peace.